what does that mean when you say I had to have a village? Like, why and what did it do for you? As a person going through something that had no explanation, I needed professionals that were very well versed in everything that they were doing in order to help me get back to my original state a healing state, a healed state, actually. And so that required a lot of people coming together to help me. This is what it's like when we fully trust each other. And today we are so super honored to have Sasha Hannon with us. And she has such a beautiful story to tell. And for some, it might be triggering. And yet, I think it's a really important conversation because I think you can really make a huge difference in other people's lives. So we really want to honor you and thank you for being here to tell your story. Thank you for having me. So I guess um, without a further ado, Sasha, is am I okay to tell everyone that, well, I think you're going to tell everyone that you are a patient of mine. Absolutely. Right? So can Probably. you just go straight into your story? Like you... Um, you had a stillbirth, but it's like everything leading to and then what's happened after, I think people want to know. And of course, people would love to know your age. Absolutely. From the beginning. So I'm currently 45 years old and I started um, my journey to try to conceive at the age of 38. Uh, after I got married, my husband and I decided that we should go ahead, try to have a baby, um, had a few things that would have proven challenging. I had a fibroid to deal with, but um, given where it was, everybody medically thought that I could proceed. So I did that and uh, tried naturally to have a baby. Um, had some stumbling blocks along the way and it was suggested that I do a few things such as acupuncture, um, for relaxation and promotion of um, help to to conceive. And after acupuncture, also maybe visiting something like fertility, um, a fertility clinic in order to see exactly, microscopically, literally, what was happening. Um, in the fertility clinic, I was told to do cycle monitoring. And we uh, did cycle monitoring once and we were successful. So we didn't proceed with anything else, fertility. And we were, we, we were pregnant and happy. Um, fast forward five months later, after all testing and everything being positive, went home, met with my doula. Everything was great. And then there was spotting. Uh, went in to the hospital. Everybody thought that everything was going to be okay, just a little bit of spotting. They offered me a cerclage, and by the next morning, they decided that that was not an option. Stayed in the hospital for about three weeks with nothing but hope, and um, got to the point where I had to deliver, went into labor, delivered my baby, and had a stillbirth. Um, very supportive, everybody that was around. However, completely unaware of the emotions and everything that I had to deal with. Celebrated the birth and the loss of our son, named him 
um, buried him with my grandmother in her headspace and then proceeded to remain pregnant because my body didn't know that I was not pregnant and get through that part um, with a lot of help, a lot of post-help, whether that was therapist, acupuncturist, massage therapist, hypnotherapist, psychotherapist, and um, naturopath, village, everything had to come in to help. And we took a break. So tell us more, what does that mean when you say, I had to have a village, like why and what did it do for you? As a person going through something that had no explanation, I needed professionals that were very well versed in everything that they were doing in order to help me get back to my original state, a healing state, a healed state, actually. And so that required a lot of people coming together to help me. Um, At Alive, there were already a lot of people there as a village. So I had my herbalist, I had my naturopath, I had my massage therapist, I had acupuncturist. So in itself, it was a village in itself, I was fortunate to have embarked upon a place like that. And on top of that, I also had hypnotherapist in-house. I had my psychotherapist that actually referred me to that village. And I used everyone and every benefit and everything I could muster up. And every penny I had went towards healing and getting back to a place where I could try again. In my head, I'm... Like, I'm more thinking how amazing that you had your faculties about you to know, okay, I need my village. Because sometimes in these states, women will go into such a deep, dark depression that they don't know what's up from down. And it's it's not easy. So I'm so happy to hear that you were able to reach out to your village. It probably helped you stay floating above the water, like the depth of despair if you know what I mean um it, was there any one particular um kind of therapy that helped you more than others or were you kind of it was just like a full village approach and just having the ability to access all kind of systems and they all healthcare. worked they all worked together none could stand independent because the the experience and the emotions second by second required more than one person to tap in at a time. So I wouldn't say that I was together. I would just say that I had all these resources pre that I knew that I could lean on. And it was just me being a person of wellness and wholeness in practice that had those seeds planted. But being together no one is together at that point. That darkness is for real and the light is external. And the light that was shining in was the light from my village. I I lived in darkness and um, they, they shed light. Mary shed light. She was constantly encouraging. She brought me in all the time. She made space for all my appointments and everybody did. 
Tina gave me the most deepest massages. You know, even Marie, even in greeting, even Marie and Sue at the front desk, they knew my story. They held my hand. No one denied me the care. And the care was real. And it was intrinsic. It wasn't just external. So I look at those things and I think to myself how great it was because the strength you hear and what you see came from them holding me up. And I preach that everybody needs to have that. There is nothing you can overcome alone. Alone, it is dark. Alone, you cannot share. And alone, you have no one. But with them, I had everything I needed and the strength to find more. Right? So I think that that's where it came from. How did you find the dynamic with your relationship with your partner? Did that change? Did he, I'm assuming he, um, was uh, supportive and understood? Or did you get frustrated because maybe he experienced it differently? Uh, my husband is, he's, he's fantastic. We went through this together from the minute and the second we went through everything together. We held each other through this. He may have not known how to express because he had a lot of things to, to deal with. But eventually, through talking and continuously talking and continuously celebrating the life of Max, because we did have him, we had his heartbeat, we saw him, we held him. And we had dreams and we couldn't put our dreams to sleep and we had to realize what had happened. But eventually, also with the help, because he came in for acupuncture, too, and he came in to see my village. And he actually kind of stole my village. Right. He realized how much support yeah. I was getting. And he comes from a world of very little support. So he yeah. realized that support was essential. Right. And he took it. And so I think whilst he was taking, he was able to also bloom and grow and share what was going on. And it's in the share. It's in the share where you can find the light. Because if you keep it to yourself, you're going to, you're going to suffocate. Right. right. And he was able to breathe because he was able to get the help and the support. Absolutely. Wow. We are so glad to have you here. You are like wisdom. <laughs> oh, I've gained wisdom. Thank you. <laughs> well, so with the support, is that what you're saying is um, contributing to your will to move on and try again to conceive? Absolutely. And this support, it's rough. When you're looking to family, sometimes because they are supposed to be the support, but they're so close. The things they may say may be more triggering and actually not so encouraging. Mm, totally understand that. So it's like everything else. When you go to a place where someone can see everything from the, it's, it's like the poker game. Whoever's looking over the shoulder sees everything that's happening. You with the cards are just seeing your cards, right? So you you go where you can have 
I guess, like uninhibited support, right? And and absolutely non-biased and just constant people in your corner. So of course you need this. You need this to move forward successfully. You need to not be shy about expressing exactly how you're feeling and you need to be supported in that feeling, but not necessarily live in that feeling because that feeling once again is heavy. So everybody around you has to be rooting for you to be able to do this again in whatever manner and whatever modality you have to choose to get this done. But in a way that is not pressing and stressful because all of that is still living within you. So how did you self-advocate because you were also at a fertility clinic and were they hopeful for you or did they, because of, you know, there's always that age factor. Did you feel any kind of pressure at all? Well, from the age of 38, which I didn't think was, you know, I was, I was amazed at the geriatric pregnancy title. I felt quite young. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I didn't feel... Uh, what they were speaking about was applied to me, but uh, it was <laughs> according <laughs> to my age, right? And so the fertility clinic, they went about it in a way, of course, that addressed age. However, because I'm an individual and my individual tests determine who I am, regardless of age, that's what I pushed for. Did I have what it took to do what I wanted. And if I didn't, what did I need to do? The story is always, this is what happens and this is what happens with women that are trying and this is what's going on. And so at this age, you are this and you're all painted with the same brush, but you're not, right? You are an individual. You know what you want. The experts know what they want to do, but you have to bring in your piece as well. And from birth to delivery, I've always had a list of what I want. And in fertility, if I'm paying for it, I'm going to get what I want Mm. somehow, somehow, because you do have that voice when you're investing in your fertility. Earlier, you mentioned that, you know, you did everything and you, I think you even said like, I spent every penny. I'm not sure by the exact words, but a lot of people will not come from that place because they're, you know, from a place of, oh my gosh, that's too much money. How can I spend money to do this? Do, do you get what I'm saying? It's like, how do you speak to someone like that? And what do you get out of it? And why is it worth it? Well, the direct correlation between what you're doing and your energy will come with what you're willing to invest. And so you have to invest in you because ultimately you are the one that's going to be in this fertility game, I will call it, right? Because if you are not fully well, mentally, physically, and prepared for everything, not because you're going through the cycle means that we all know, like it could be one or two or three or 15 tries. Are you ready? And you have to be ready by investing in yourself first. You're going to be investing in a lot of things, but you have to optimize. And I knew that I had to be at an optimal level in order to even try to go through fertility. 
And I think that that is a message that also needs to be to be given that do all the things to optimize yourself before you go into this, because this is going to be something that you're going to have to be ready for physically, mentally, and and you're going to need people to help you get there, right? We we all need some kind of help when it comes on to knowing how healthy we are. We go to the doctor, we get checked out, we do blood tests, things of that nature. So for me, it was, is everything up to par? Am I functioning? Every, like, is everything happening? Are my cycles regular? Are things happening properly? Like, is my blood work good? Right? So that's why I thought the investment should start with me first. Mm. I'm having the baby. I'm going to try. They're going to be my eggs or maybe not, but it's going to be in my body, maybe. Right? So let's start there. So I had to optimize. So you answered. That's okay. I was going to say, you answer my question that I ask patients often, which is, are you willing to do what it takes? And it sounds like you are fully there. <laughs> and You're then like, some. I am in this. <laughs> and so, which is, can you share your success? Because you, I think you have a toddler, right? I as do. Well. I yeah. have a I want to hear about that. <laughs> I have a two going on three, and she was the most beautiful embryo ever (laughs) when we looked at her we called her a diamond when they brought her in you know and it's amazing i'm gonna say with fertility to see what can you get to be as much as i enjoyed the natural process and being very elated that oh i was 38 and i got to do this and they said that i couldn't right i subscribed to fertility and when you know, from egg to sperm to embryo. When I saw her as an embryo, which was microscopic, I was elated. And once again, you don't know what's going to happen, but the work that went into it from everybody, I called everybody. Mm-hmm. I called there, and it was embryonic, right? I called everybody and we were just, yes. And, and here she is. Here she is, more beautiful than a diamond more precious it's true well you know i want to add in this so what it takes and what you said tanya is like oh my gosh you were like more than ready and more than willing and committed because she was so committed you didn't like needles right i did you did not like needles so i said hey i know someone melanie so if you hear this melanie shout out to you and she would go to people's houses and would do their injections so I told Sasha about it, and Sasha called her up. And so how many times did she go to your house and do injections? So two cycles, because my first cycle of IVF went through, and embryos were made, but you know, genetic testing and everything didn't work. So took a break, and then we said, we're going to do it again. Called her in, and she was back. And I said, if we're going to do it, we're going to do I'm not no room for error. Of course, there's always room for error, but no room for error. So I invested in every single last piece because there is no value. It's invaluable, right? It's just invaluable when you're doing that. And also, if you're going to stress yourself out and do it all, then you're taking away from the potential of what is when you have so many resources where we are, the resources are infinite 
and they're proven. I can tell you they're proven to work. So when you have the resources and you have the capacity and the ability, use them. Use them. And I did. I did. And and I saw nothing but success. So are there any words of wisdom as a person's persevering this journey? Because, you know, you said you had your village to keep you going and held you and really guided you and provided the light because you were in the darkness. So what final words do you have for someone that's going through this and whether it is just not even conceiving at all to having had a loss or multiple losses or stillbirth? They're just different junctures of loss and grief. What would he say? Establish your village. Establish your village. Get people in your corner. Get people to uplift you. You are going through a lot, whether it be miscarriage, trying, stillbirth. You are going through so much you cannot define it. Get the people behind you that support you and help you define what it is that you want to do. Build your plan and plan to succeed because they are rooting for you in whatever capacity because there are many venues. Do not close yourself off. Take a break, maybe, right? But love yourself and establish your village. You need the people in your corner to help you get to where you need to get to. Thank you. That's back. Invest in yourself. I did that as well. Did you do that as well, Tanya? Oh, yeah. Of course. Eight years. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Eight years of villagers. And continue yeah. to invest yeah. in yourself. Yeah. And I continue yes. to. Yes. yes. <laughs>